0: today is the first really chilly day here in arizona and it's always this time of year that i realize i don't have any socks like where did they go i have no idea but always in november i realize i have no socks anyway i'm scabs and i'm bringing you another love rice love i'm scabs yeah that's right and i'm bringing you another love rice episode powered by bloom So Bloom is an online resource for women who want to heal. And I don't think many of us escape this life without experiencing trauma and pain, either through relationships, cultures, bullies, patterns, I mean, and we so often hurt ourselves. We are such tender creatures. But the truth is this, we are also powerful creatures and agents for love and for healing. Now, my team and I have spent the last four years developing, practicing, creating an experience that gives us the space and the tools that we need to heal. It's intimate and it's personal and it's brutal and gentle all at once. It's a four day, three night retreat and it will fill you up. So I invite you to join us. Our next Bloomstrong retreat is coming up this January, January 25th through 28th. For more details, go to our website, bloomforwomen.com, and click on the retreats link. Or, as always, go ahead and send me an email at scabs at bloomforwomen.com. I'm happy to answer your questions or give you a better idea or point you in the right direction or whatever you need, or even just to say hi. It'd be awesome. So today we're going to talk about something that is uncomfortable for most people, especially for women. It's assertiveness
1: there's this myth that it means mean, uh, heartless, you know, cold. Mm -hmm. And that is not how I define assertiveness. And yeah, it's actually far from it because if you approach things like that, you're not going to be listened to and responded to in, in a way that will help your life. Most likely you'll, the other person will get defensive. So it's about being strong and firm and also kind and compassionate I'm Julie D'Azevedo-Hanks. I'm a therapist and I'm passionate about helping women find and use their authentic voice in their own lives and in the relationships and in the world. Julie is also an author
0: and she recently came out with a book called The Assertiveness Guide for Women, How to Communicate Your Needs, Set Healthy Boundaries and Transform Your Relationships.
1: And so kind of... Finding the confidence to use my voice has been part of my personal journey, and it's also what I love uh, helping other women do as well. I love that. Um, I wanted to have, I wanted to figure out how to develop into a strong person um, in addition to my strong relationships.
0: What keeps us from asserting ourselves in situations? you know, like, like with our families or maybe jobs or, you know, anything.
1: The number one reason that women don't assert themselves is fear of disconnection in relationships. Oh my gosh. Yes. And ironically, <laughs> without knowing yourself and asserting your feelings Thoughts, wants, and needs—you will not be able to have strong relationships. So, it, the opposite is true, right? Yeah. So, if we can know ourselves and assert ourselves, that actually can improve our relationships.
0: You know, this is really interesting to me. So, I think I might—I, I, you know, I'm learning this stuff. So, there's a lot of missing pieces for me. But just this weekend, I had an experience where I—I I was like oh, my gosh, I need to say something, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) I I don't (laughs) want to do this. (laughs) But I, you know, I rallied up in my head what I was going to – how I was going to approach this. And I think I approached it wrong. Okay. And and I – and, you know, it was more of like an I feel when this happens, when this happens kind of situation. So – So So how do you think you approached it wrong? I think – I think what I could have done is maybe infused more kindness into that. Cause sometimes I think when I think, Oh, I'm going to be assertive. Um, or I'm going to stand up for myself. I get a little like
1: brazen, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, yeah. which isn't helpful or it doesn't, it makes it less likely that you'll be heard and responded yeah, to in a it way doesn't, that improves right. the relationship. Right? It doesn't create this, this, um, environment
0: where we can. Grow from this thing. Yeah.
1: So, in in the book, I talk about the concept of a soft start,
0: talk, and that's yeah. okay. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's the Gottmans, John. Mm-hmm. F- I forget ah, the, what book it's from. Anyway, I'll look it up um, <laughs> and <okay>. tell you. <laughs> but it's 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 the that idea of s- starting up difficult conversations. And they they apply it specifically to uh, love relationships, but I think it applies to all relationships, to have to start softly, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, okay, I'm sick of this.
0: You crossed this line, you.
1: Right, but (laughs) hey, I have have something I want to talk to you about um, because I value our relationship and I'm a little bit nervous to talk to you about it. (laughs) Do you have a second now that we could chat? you're not just bulldozing like you will listen to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so
0: tell me what happens when, you know, so when we get the courage to be assertive with something or a brave here, um, what does that soft approach look like? Can you give me an example of your story?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a personal story. This actually happened. I mean, just, just for the record, just for the record, this is really hard for me to do. Still, I do it and it's not comfortable and it never gets comfortable because it's a risk. When you share something that is, you know, that's painful or important to you, there's always the risk that it may not be well received. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I've gotten better and it's still scary. So
0: tell me a little bit about that though. How does that feel in your body when you're, when you're like, okay, I got to do
1: this? Um, kind of like, uh, tight, um, heavier, probably like, um, hot, in, like in my chest, mm. but just, it's basically shame or resentment or, you know, sadness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this happened on, on Father's Day. Uh, I went to visit my dad and take him a present and he made a comment like kind of offhanded that I thought about for, for the next like 24 hours. And it really, really hurt me. And I knew he didn't mean it. And so those are kind of the hard ones because like, do you say something? Cause Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't intentional, Mm -hmm. but I, it kept on coming up for me. So that's a clue for me that I need to address it. So, so I, I emailed him, um, And I, I just said, Hey dad, you know, great to see you. So soft start. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, when you said this comment and I said exactly that, that hurt, I know you didn't mean it to be hurtful. Um, and I, and then I asked for what I would like, I would like to, I would like you to acknowledge my pain about this and you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, Holy moly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I would like you to acknowledge my pain about this. (laughs) That's,
1: and I said, I want you to acknowledge your privilege as a man that you never have to justify your life choices because it was something having to do with justify my life choices was the comment. And, and I, you know, I said it and I said, "I, I, I love you. And this, I just wanted to tell you that really hurt. And he responded, Uh, back and was just like, I am so sorry. I I can see, you know, he, he owned his stuff. He said, I have no idea how painful it is. And I, you're right. I, I never have had to justify my life choices or feel guilty for, you know, working and having a family or whatever. So he, he did a great job Mm. of responding in a positive way. And that was scary, right? Like, I I could have easily gone, like, oh, whatever, you know, he's old, (laughs) you know. Right. But it kept coming up for me, and I wanted to clear that out of my emotional space and out of my relationship with my dad because I care about him.
0: So, how did it feel in the the aftermath? You know, we talked about how you felt before. How does it feel after?
1: I felt closer to him. I felt more known and I felt like I knew him more and that I mattered. So, you know, felt good. Right. It um, mm-hmm. was very, it was really positive and validating.
0: Mm.
1: And I also knew, like, I know my dad loves me and I'm like, wow, he, you know, he didn't have to respond that way. And I appreciate that he did own it. And so I felt loved too.
0: Mm. And just kind of mirroring the, co- the question I had earlier, like how does it feel in your body after to feel loved,
1: yeah, lighter. Um, my breath is a big sign. Like if I'm holding my breath a lot, like just without knowing, mm-hmm. uh, that's usually a sign that I need to address something. So I was able to just kind of like breathe deeper and easier. Guess mm-hmm. is the way to extra- describe mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so that that's an example of how assertiveness can improve relationships. It can do the, you know, we're afraid that it's going to hurt the relationship. But if we are skilled and, you know, practice and know ourselves, it can help our relationships. And that's why it's important.
0: Now, you said that you commented or, you know, you approached him in an email. Do you Mm -hmm. think that it has something to do with, you know, a face-to-face confrontation, a phone call, a text, an email? I mean, is there?
1: Um, I... Yeah, that's a great question. And as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, why didn't I call him? Well, sometimes it's hard for us to connect by phone. Mm-hmm. I don't see him face to face a lot, and I also wanted to be very um, thoughtful in how I said it, what I said, and what oh. I needed. And in conversations, I tend to get more. Blah, 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 it's like say too much. I think, mm-hmm. like in face to face. Yeah, so that's why I chose that, but. You know, I think it's maybe a little bit chicken too. (laughs) But is it? I mean, I started thinking
0: an email is a really nice way to do it because it gives you time to think. Mm
1: -hmm. It gives
0: them time to think.
1: Yeah. You know, the hard, the hard thing is you can't hear Mm -hmm. tone of voice, Right, but I, I really made it clear like this is, I'm, I need you to hear this because I love you and I care about you and I, you know, this is important to me. And so I think... I think the tone was, I tried to make that really clear that that can be hard with email.
0: Yeah. But I think like what you're describing, you, like you said, you it, it did a really like poignant job of doing that so that that was understood that's cool. Thank
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned something you know you have learned a few things look at you <laughs> 20, 20 years of being a therapist I can I can apply it to my own life sometimes <laughs> Woo.
0: that way we know we're winning don't we <laughs> Oh funny. okay so let's say um, let's say there's a little pushback so let's yeah. say let's say you do that and there's pushback or maybe they say, well you're crossing my boundary. Or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying? So how yeah. would you approach this type of situation? Or maybe you have an example of that too.
1: Okay. So in, in my book, uh, I talk about assertiveness as, as holding up a lantern. So when you're, I envision myself or you or whoever standing up on your own two feet, firmly, you know, secure, nothing's going to knock you over easily. And holding up a lantern that, and when you hold it up, it illuminates a larger area. And so I think of assertiveness as saying, this is what is going on for me. This is what I think, feel, want, and need. Step into this light. What is it like for you? So there's that empathy Mm -hmm. piece, right? So Mm -hmm. that goes along with what you're saying. If you get pushback, um, then that's, there's probably a vulnerable feeling underneath that, that the person is feeling. So, you know, well, you're crossing my boundaries. Tell me more about that. Cause I, that's not who I want to be.
0: I like that. Cause I was just going to ask you, well, how do you navigate that? But that's a good phrase that you just said,
1: you know, yeah. Tell me more about that. And if you care, and I'm coming from the, um, Assumption that you care about the relationship Mm -hmm. and you want to continue the relationship. Mm -hmm. And there are some relationships you should discontinue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, if you care about them, being open, like inviting them into the light. And what is it like for you? And it's not right or wrong. They're going to have a different perspective because they're standing in a different place and they've had a different journey to get there. And that's fine. You don't have to be right because there is no right. Right. There's only empathy or lack of it. <laughs> There's only understanding or lack of it.
0: There's only empathy or lack of it. Hmm. I like that. I'm trying to think of how I'm going to do that in my own life now. Because right, so, I told you about my weekend experience.
1: <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to talk more specifically about that?
0: Well, yeah. It was a teenage girl. This is what it's baffling me. Okay. It's a, it's a teenage girl. It's my best friend's daughter that I, um, you know, watching over the weekend. So Mm -hmm. I was watching her baby girl and my friend's baby and Uh she's got four kids. So two of them were at another house and I was watching the baby and the teenage daughter. Okay. And, um, the teenage daughter had permission to have like a little get together that night with some friends for a birthday party in, Mm -hmm. um, a backyard, right? In our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the day was just, terrible. Like I just had a difficult time communicating with her. Um, I felt like when I would talk to her, she would run away or Mm. leave the situation. So she wasn't giving me the details for the evening. Okay. And, and at this point, you know, I, I was saying to her, you know, I know your mom and I, you know, your mom and I, and you have talked and this is what's expected. And, um, and so that's what I expect also. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just left it at that. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so that night, I'm putting the baby to bed and we fall asleep, you know, and whatever. And then I wake up at midnight realizing she hasn't brought the key over, like she said, you know, she hasn't done what she said mm-hmm. she would do. Mm-hmm. So I get this sick feeling in my stomach. I walk around the corner and there's her boyfriend's car and you know, and I'm just mm-hmm. you know you get the feeling yeah. you're like, gosh shit. I don't wanna have yeah. to do this. You're like, oh no. So yeah. you know, I was like come back to the house, put my bra on because I'm just I know I have to like <laughs> talk to some people and right,
1: and right. I go back
0: and and they're totally you know, they're like making out and it's just it's just more than like what, you know, she said yeah. that everyone's gonna leave at whatever time. So so I ended up talking to her about it a little bit later and I just said, you know, I'm I I feel like I I've been chasing you all day. I've had a hard time communicating just kind of what I said to you, you know, Mm -hmm. and I said, and ultimately I feel like you haven't done what you said you would do. And now I feel sad. Like I, I feel like I can't trust you. Mm, Good.
1: I love that. It took you a while to get to the sad,
0: right? It took me a while to get to the sad. And and I I have to say, I did start the conversation by saying, and I was like, Oh, I did something all right here. I said something like, I care about you and I know this is going to be hard to hear. So I said something like that, but I think,
1: but, but it wasn't soft enough maybe, or, well, you know what? You don't have to be a pushover. Like when someone's obviously taking advantage of you and not keeping their word and avoiding you, like you don't always have to be, always have to be soft. Sometimes it's like, look, I'm not okay with this. That hurt. That hurt me. You lied to me and, or you didn't keep your commitment And I have to, you know, I don't like having to come and look for you at midnight. I'm not okay with that.
0: I, you know. I need to express more of that hurt, I think I feel like. I think I I didn't say, you know, I said it makes me sad. But I think I need to be like, I'm hurt. Because I think, the more I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I love our relationship. You know, Um, we go running. You You matter matter to to me. me. We go running together. You know, it's all this kind of stuff. Like, we have a history. And to have this experience with you has hurt me.
1: Right, and there's also I I'm guessing some fear when you woke up and she wasn't home. It was like, like
0: oh my- a it was like a I, it was like a a little bit of fear, but I think I more was just like oh, like I I kind of was I felt betrayed maybe yeah <laughs> a little bit yeah. like come
1: on girl like yeah be real with me so I you know I can be real yeah. with you kind of a feeling totally well it sounds like you handle it handled it well how did she respond so
0: so she's um let me think how does she respond she you know of course like in the situation she pops up and is like oh you know and figures it all out but then you know i i um she was gonna go spend the night at her friend's house which was the which was the deal Mm -hmm. and um she i ended up taking her over there and i said you know we'll just talk tomorrow and the next day she wouldn't talk to me at all
1: Um, Mm So, because
0: I picked her up, you know, we go to church together, so I picked her up, we go to church she wouldn't talk to me and and, and, you know, that's just, I don't know what to do in that situation and I just, I say you know, we gotta talk about this and then of course her mom comes home so then, you know, I relay everything to her mother Hmm. and then she sends me this text message that says I can't believe that you told my mom all that stuff I'm so, you know, that didn't happen, kind of telling me that I was making it up, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. And so I, I, I said to her, I said, you know, I'd be happy to talk to you about this if you want to, but I don't want to text about it. And so mm-hmm. I, she was like, that's it. I don't want to say anything else. I'm like, I don't know. So I don't know where to yeah. go from here.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the only look at this is turning into my
0: personal therapy session. No,
1: it's great. I love it. Hey, why not? <laughs> so I, I think you're doing great. And I think you just say it, you know, it sounds, or I can tell you have really intense feelings about this. And, and we had, um, you know, mismatched expectations. And I would love to talk with you about it when you're ready. Because I care about you. Yeah, that's so easy. (laughs)
0: Listen to that. That was so easy.
1: (laughs) It's not, it's not easy. It's always easy when it's not you. It's hard because you're when you're feeling those emotions and uh-huh. you're flooded, it is harder to think.
0: It's it is.
1: to access your prefrontal cortex. It, it gets hijacked. It, totally it really is. does. Because you're like, oh, crap. You know? Yeah. And I'm so, kind of blown
0: away because I'm like, she's a teenager. I'm like a 40-year-old woman. What's the deal here? Like, why am I so messed up about this? But then, you know. She,
1: she – ex- well, because you care about her. Because I care. And it sounds like she expected you to be a friend when you were – when her mom expected you to be probably. a responsible an adult, and those were the mit- mismatched expectations. Probably, yeah. She's like, "You don't have my back." You're like, uh, yeah, I don't have your friend. back." <laughs> I'm, <laughs> right. I'm legally responsible for your behavior while your mom's gone. Yeah. So it, I think that was probably part of her intensity too, and she's probably embarrassed and
0: Yeah, I know that probably played and, into it for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you did a great job. You're nice. (laughs) No, seriously.
0: Well, you know, looking back at it, I'm like, you know, I wonder if you, you, I just wonder if I come off too, like, you know, aggressive, like too bold in her face about, hey, (laughs) but then I think you're right. You know, part of it is actually, yeah, I need to be that way because I'm I'm not your friend and we had some agreements here that, Mm -hmm. you know, I haven't.
1: It's just, it's just been a, it's been a little bit messy for me to try to figure yeah. this one out but Okay, so here's this this comes up a lot. People are like, I wonder if I come off too, you know, too strong uh-huh. or too much. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it never occurs to us to ask the person.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> what
1: if like what if that's how you approach it? like, okay, you know we had this breakdown. I need some feedback because I'm trying to work out like when am I coming on too strong that shuts people down and when am I too soft and where's that middle ground? Well, you, how did it come off to you? And not that you're going to, you know, think that her real, her experience is reality. Right. But, but like, we rarely ask for direct feedback when it's really helpful.
0: Right. Cause we're afraid. I feel, right? I feel afraid to engage in this conversation because it's already gone South and I'm all, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: and you don't want to ruin the relationship. Oh,
0: yeah, I'm already it, feeling like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so rela- every important relationship has disconnections. The difference between a bad relationship and a healthy relationship is the ability to repair it. Mm. And repair doesn't mean like you get back together with that person or you, you know what I mean? Right, because like, what if it's your you crappy
0: should... marriage or your abusive marriage or <laughs>
1: right, your boyfriend, right. right, yeah. But, you know, repair does not mean um, lay down like a doormat. But to be able to work through those disconnections, like this is a really good opportunity for you to practice that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited actually.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, she, she will have to invite you into her, you know, let you know when, when it's when right. Yeah. Or you may just text and say, Hey, can we, can I take you to lunch this Saturday? Uh, you know, I want to apologize about how things went down last weekend.
0: Mm, I like that. So can I call you next week? For sure. I will be the bug <laughs> in really your can't. ear.
1: Like I'll be actually like listening and watching. Okay. say this. <laughs> You're
0: going to be my new best friend, you know,
1: <laughs> but how, Can I just say how cool that this 14 year old has a 40 year old woman who cares about her this much that doesn't just go, oh, I hate teenagers they are so stupid, like that you're actually, you know, concerned about the relationship. That's really cool. Thank you.
0: I do care about her. I mean, not that that thought didn't go through my head. Oh, my
1: gosh. Teenagers.
0: Right. but...
1: But but that those can both be there. And I really care about her and love her and want, Mm -hmm. you know, want to repair this. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Thank you. When people think of assertiveness, they, we think of words, right? Mm -hmm. Saying something. Mm -hmm. And in my book, I, I define assertiveness a lot, (laughs) a lot more broadly that it's, it's our own awareness of our past, what we're bringing into the relationship, what's happening right now, the ability to self-soothe, mm-hmm. then, then saying the words and then also listening and developing that compassion. And so it's, it's more than just the words, right? Because we can all spit out words in a mean way, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily <laughs> assertiveness, right? Mm-hmm. There's a self-awareness, there's a management of your emotions, uh, that that all kind of play into whether or not we will be uh, heard and responded to or I mean you can't guarantee that but you want to do everything you can to make it a connection moment instead of a disconnection moment
0: yeah I I think it's I'm excited to try this out with this girl because like you're saying if we if we approach it in this assertive way we can actually create Uh, more of a bond, which right now I'm feeling that total disconnect with her, but I'm excited about the prospect of actually, Hey, this actually might create more
1: warmth between us. Okay. See, that is, that's awesome. That is the point of my book right there (laughs) is we are afraid it's going to create disconnection when it actually is the path to connection. It's the path to intimacy. It's the path to feeling known and loved and, you know, and, and so kind of reframing assertiveness as, as a way to be known and be authentic and be closer to other people. That's like right there. Woo. Woo. down. You just did it. Right there. Right there.
0: I love it. Perfect.
1: <laughs> wow. Anything else? You have to tell me what what happens
0: i will totally or, tell you
1: you have to email me and be like okay you know i said this i did this i will totally <laughs>
0: tell you i know i'm like my mind is kind of spinning right now i'm like okay i um i do carpool right with the, that family too so uh-huh. i i didn't pick her up yesterday but i think i'll be picking her up today so i'm kind of wondering if maybe i just take a minute after i've dropped everyone off and say hey you know but yeah. i don't want yeah. i don't want things to go down the way they went when you're ready to yeah. talk i'd like to
1: Good, yeah, See. and I think asking permission like that is really important. So the person's in a, a place where they can actually hear it. So yeah, that's great, I think that's great. Let me know.
0: Okay, I'm gonna you know, let you know.
1: Or now is now a good time, or you know that kind of thing. So, but yeah, you have to let me know how it goes.
0: Well, I'm excited too because I have this all recorded, so I can go back and listen to what you told me to say. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Your coaching session right here. <laughs> You're the
0: best. All right. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy thanks, your day. Stephanie. I appreciate okay, your time. You it's been amazing.
1: Okay. Thanks right. so much. Okay. You, you have a good Bye-bye.
0: one. Bye. You too. Bye. Learn more about Dr. Julie Hanks and her philosophy and her book, The Assertiveness Guide for Women, on her website, drjuliehanks.com. She's also on social media. You can check her out on Instagram, Facebook, and I think Twitter. Tweetable Twitter. Twitter tab as always love rice loves you thank you for listening if you have a moment go ahead and give us a review on itunes it keeps us alive and we are planning next week's podcast um it will actually be really interesting someone i've been wanting to share with you guys for a while it's a story about a woman who experienced some infidelity in her marriage and now over 10 years later we catch up with her to see how she's doing the end Honestly, I should have been a singer. I should have been a singer. It's never too late.